going to kind of share the word that the Lord's been laying on my heart this morning and last night, and then we're going to come back and just lift our frequency a little. Um, so just take a seat. All through this week, and I guess with world events, if you've been on Facebook or watched the news or read a newspaper, you would have seen the crazy stuff that's happening around the world. And, um, you know, one of the things that we can really struggle with is not allowing our hearts to get troubled. And, um, and you know, in John chapter 14, verse 1, and also in verse 27, Jesus said to his disciples, let not your hearts be troubled. And, you know, he was kind of letting them know ahead of time. You know, they, they lived in a time when the Romans were, were ruling and society was very cruel and harsh. And if one thing that you could easily be is have your heart troubled because it was a scary place a lot of the time, you know. And any, if you read, read through history, you'll go, well, I'm really glad I live now. And then we look at the world and we go, ah! Anybody else do that this week? Yeah? And it makes you pull back, doesn't it? Yet Jesus says the same thing to us still. He says, let not your hearts be troubled. And he says in verse 27, and do not be afraid. And, you know, and I just really feel like the Lord wants us to know that today is let not your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid because he is with us. He is with us. And if you abide in the shadow of him, he says that he will be our refuge and our strength, that he will be with us, that he'll charge his angels to look after us in all our ways. And he'll be with us through the fire, through the trials, through everything. He says he'll be with us. You know, and, and Jesus, from following on from that verse, he said, you know, I go to a prepare a place for you so you don't have to be afraid. And where I am, you can be also. So we can go there now. You know, we don't have to wait till we die to see what God has prepared for us and to experience that. You know, Philip shared last week when Justin was here that it's four months if you walk through bushland and you say, what is it, four months? Four months in the bush. Four four days. I could happily be four months. But, you know, four days in bush and, you know, walking through the bush that it will lower your stress levels and just prosper your soul. And those that do that, they just, their stress levels come down. But uh, the Lord would kept on taking Philip to the same place in this garden. And he's like, I'm tired of this. I don't want to go. I want to go other places. Dale and everybody else is going other places. Why can't I? But the Lord um, was teaching him, you know, that four minutes in my presence, four minutes in my garden, four minutes of being in heaven with me and just seeing and experiencing and encounter all that I have is going to lift all that stress. And he says one encounter of that can, like, can just take the stress off for days. He says, I go to prepare a place for you, that where I go, you can go also. John 14, verse 3. Then Jesus says, you don't have to be troubled. Let not your hearts be troubled, that those who believe in me will surely do greater works than what I have done. Come on now. Those who believe in me, assuredly I say to you, you will do greater works. And then he says, and Holy Spirit will come and abide with you forever, and God himself will make his home with you. And he is the spirit of truth and he will lead you into all that you need to know. John 14 is a really great chapter. So is 15. You know, but there's a reason why we don't have to be troubled because he is with us. That his spirit is within us. That God himself abides within us and us in him. Jesus is in me and I'm in him. Yeah, so we do not have to be afraid. But if we look at the world and we look at all the crazy stuff that you can see happening, you can get afraid. But, you know, the disciples, when Jesus was speaking to them, they had stuff that they could be afraid of. They feared for their own lives when Jesus was crucified and they fled. Yeah? 
They, they scattered all over the place and, and they, they, we can scarcely comprehend what they faced in those times. And yet Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And he says the same to us. Even though we do see things and we can get afraid if we focus on that, he says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid for I am with you. And what I have done while I've walked the earth, you can do and greater works. He says, I am with you and I abide in you. I will lead you and guide you in the places that you to go. I'll set a banqueting table before you. And a long life I will give you. You know, we've got to look at Jesus, especially in these times when everybody can get afraid and you can just pull back and draw back and become smaller and smaller and set a bigger and bigger on the inside. Because that's the enemy's plan, to make us afraid. And that's why he motivates people to do crazy things. Because the enemy is out there to try and make us afraid. He roams around like a roaring lion, seeing who he can devour. Let's not be ones that he can devour. And Lord is just teaching me, he spoke to me, he said, let not your hearts be troubled. Because you can actually, if you read the stuff and you're focusing on the stuff, instead of setting and fixing your mind on heavy things like Colossians said, you can be pulled down. And God says, look up. Set your mind on me because if we, if we keep on looking down at the things of the world and the frequency, there's a frequency, there's a supernatural thing that happens but it's also a scientific thing. There's frequencies all around us and if we stay down in the frequency of the low life of the world, we're going to trudge around in that stuff like we're in that big sloppy mud. You know, have you ever been in muds with gumboots? I have. I come from the south of New Zealand. You get in the mud and it slouches around you and you actually lose your gumboot if you pull it out. Anybody been in mud like that? Yeah? And it's like if we get down in the low life and the low frequency of the world and the, how the world sees things and let our, allow ourselves to be troubled by what we can see with the natural, we will be like that and we'll get stuck in the mud. But God's been teaching me that the frequencies around us, that's the enemy puts out these frequencies. And we can, you know, you can walk into a place and you feel it. It's like, oh, you know, and you want to walk back out again. That's a low frequency that he is putting out his stuff, fear and immorality and impurity and all that stuff that you can walk in and go, ugh. But, you know, he showed me that when you, know, when you know him, you are clothed in light. And if you talk to anybody that's been in a cult, they'll tell you that when you see a Christian and the more they know who they are in Christ, the brighter their light shines. And they will cross the street to be away from that light. They say they can know the ones that don't know who they are. They've still got the light, but they don't shine as bright. The greater we know who we are in Christ, the greater our light shines. And he showed me, he said, the enemy puts out these frequencies in the low life the things of the world. And it's like it goes along. Can you stand up for me, Amy? You can be a light. Be a big shiny light. She's sparkly even. All right. And, and it's like he puts out and it's like this frequency. But when it hits the light, it has to go around. And if we know who we are in Christ, know that we don't have to be troubled, know who he is, that if we rest and abide in the shadow of the almost high, almighty God, that he will protect us, that he will command his angels to watch over us, that long life he will satisfy us and show us his salvation. Come on now, Psalm 91 says that. He says he will go before us and no matter what we make struggle with or face, he says he won't. We don't just get lifted around, you know, oh, well, we'll just... He lifts us up, but he'll walk us through it too. And that's why he says, let not your heart be troubled. And in John chapter, hang on, I'll just get my verse so you can look it up later. He says, 
He says, he is the light and that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot extinguish it. We are the light and Jesus is in us and we're in him and the darkness cannot, come on now, cannot extinguish it. John chapter 1 verse 5 says that. We're the light. Remember we're talking about letting our light shine? The reason is because the low-level frequency that the enemy puts out and the world is slopping around in, when it hits the light, it has to disperse. We extinguish the darkness. We are the light. And, we, and we've got to understand who we are in him and that we don't have to allow our hearts to be troubled. But, you know, Philippians says, whatever you think upon, think about those things that are pure and lovely and praiseworthy and worthy giving a shout about. Come on. It's so easy to let out the frequency of heaven you know, we, we lose it. We, we're trying to get stuck down this stuff and you can feel it. You know, you're worshipping the Lord and yes, and I think I was talking to Shara this week and she's had all these negative words at work about, oh, there's no jobs out there. She finishes her degree. Where is she? She's disappeared. She's fin- oh, there you are. She finishes her degree on Friday. <laughs> finishes her 360 hours of practice. So she's a fully-fledged exercise physiologist, but she's had all these people talking to her and saying blah, blah, blah and, and just kind of stomping on her parade, you know, stomping on her party. And she said it was really hard for her to engage with God this week. And I said, you know what that is? It's the negativity and the things of the world pull you down. And so it's, it's harder to just worship and praise and engage in the heavenly things because the low life, the low frequency is pulling at you. So we've got to disentangle ourselves, disentangle our hearts and our, our spirits from the low life and let our frequency come up. That's why Colossians says, set your mind on heavenly things because the more you focus on him, what's going to happen? Up, up, up. Yeah? And it's like there's natural things. The Lord, been, he's been unpacking it for me because I don't know if you know, it's Justin. He, he has his bag of oils, essential oils, and he pops them on his wrists and on his beard. And, and I'm like, what? and it's like, but he says, it lists my frequency because those things, actually in science, there's things that's in the world that God has given us to help us, to lift us. And it works in the spiritual as well. We try to compartmentalize. We go, well, this is our body. You know, this is our soul. This is our spirit. This is our mind. And we separate them all up. No. If something is affecting your body, it will affect how you feel in your spirit, you know, and it will pull you down. And so what he's doing is he's engaging what God has given him to lift him up. And he says it lifts him up. Yeah? And he's shown me that those things, that's why I say to prosper your soul. All things being well with you as you prosper your soul. Because when you prosper your soul, you trigger joy in you. And joy is an on-ramp to heavenly things. (laughs) On-rabbit. It's an... (laughs) I'm going down the rabbit hole. (laughs) An on-ramp to heaven. (laughs) It's an on-ramp to heavenly things. That's why it says to prosper your soul. Because it lifts what? It lifts our frequency that we're more aware of heavenly things than we are of the low life and the stinky things that the devil puts out. We can make a choice every day. And if you feel yourself being pulled down, then prosper your soul. Set your mind on heavenly things. Just engage. Say, Lord, I'm just focusing on you. And you'll find, whoop, you'll go up. 
You'll just feel your spirit being lifted and you'll be able to just be aware. It's not that, we, uh, that we're not in him already, but we have to be more aware of him. Instead of being more aware of the frequency that the enemy is putting out, we've got to just focus our attention on who we are and who's in us and who is heaven and the things that heaven has and be more aware of that and the supernatural and how big and strong and tough he is than we are of anything the stinky devil is trying to do. Because we are the light of the world and the stronger our light is, the more darkness we will extinguish. Because the darkness cannot, come on now, it cannot extinguish the light. Yeah? We've got to believe and get hold of who we are in Christ. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Yeah? And when you see the news and when you hear people blah, 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 you say, it's all right because God's it. You know, we, it's our job to silence the enemy. It's our job to stand up. And if there's things that are happening in the world, things that are happening in the city that are not right, it's because we aren't doing our job enough. We think that we are powerless when it only takes one or two to scatter thousands. Yeah? You think about who was the guy with the long hair, Samson? Yes. And he, how many did he kill with the jawbone of a donkey? Thousands. Why? Because God was in him. God was upon him. Now look in this room. If he can do that, now that's, you know, without God, that's impossible. He's got a jawbone. You ever seen a jawbone of a donkey? How can he do that? But if he can do that with the power most high on him, then why are we allowing ourselves to be troubled? God, almighty God, creator of the universe, at his word, light was created. At his word, trees sprung up. At his word, then he is within us. So let our light shine and know that the darkness cannot extinguish it. If you've got things going on in your body, know that greater is he that is within you than anything the enemy tries to pull you down. Anything. He's, he is faithful to his promises. You have a covenant with him that what he says, he will do. And that's why Jesus says, let not your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid because I am with you and I will never leave you, never forsake you, that I can rest, you can rest in me. Yeah? And we find that rest when we abide in him and his words abide in us. If you try to rest without letting his word abide in you, the frequency of the world and the world's words will get in you. We find rest in him when we allow his words to abide in us. And we're just going to keep on putting them in and in and in. Yeah? There's other things, you know, dance, art, those things, you know, that, that, that prosper your soul. Those are going to lift your frequency. They're going to lift you to remind you that God is good and the world is good and good things are ahead. Yes, yeah? so we've got to make sure that we look after ourselves and we do things that prosper our soul and lift us. You know, if you're reading Facebook, Philip, I was reading something. I was like, oh, my goodness. He said, stop it. You're lowering your frequency. Because I could actually feel it. I was like, oh. And so I started to just focus on good things. And straight away it was like, oh. And you can engage with what God is doing. Do you understand? Does any, you do that? You know you do it. And you go, why am I feeling so blah? It's because you've been down in the low life. Let's be in the high life. Yeah? So we're going to worship some more because I just felt that we needed to hear that we don't have to allow our hearts to be troubled, that he is with us. He is with us. You want to say something? Yep. I want to share something, family, something really cool 
that happened to me during the week. I've already shared it with my Connect group, but um, just listen to what the story is because it's really cool. Um, during the week, um, most of you know that some things have changed in my life recently and um, um, during the week I was feeling extraordinarily low, very, very low. And um, around Wednesday or Thursday... I was having to move something that was beyond my capability at the time of being able to lift it and I was getting rather frustrated. So that orchestrated with other things that were happening and verbal conversations that were taking place. I was really in a very low place. And um, I drove to a service station and I was getting petrol at the service station and I walked into the petrol station and um, as I walked in the door, the petrol station, as I was standing getting my petrol, I glanced across at a vehicle and from the um, um, rearview mirror was a cross hanging from the rearview mirror. And as I um, was getting petrol and I walked into the petrol station to actually get petrol, this young lad I would say around you know around the young adults age walked by me but there were other people in the petrol station as well and I took about three steps inside the petrol station and I just stopped and I just turned around and I went I was shocked I knew that person but who the person was was the Holy Spirit was walking past me I actually felt the Holy Spirit walk past me and it was on him and he was walking out of the petrol station and the Holy Spirit came and hugged me and as I was in the petrol station, I felt the presence of the living God in the petrol station and I was like, I was in two minds, quickly pay for the fuel and run outside and cap that guy because I didn't know what was going on. But actually, my friend, the Holy Spirit, I, I can't describe, just walked out and so I walked over and I paid for my fuel and I quickly turned around to go outside of the petrol station because I wanted to chase this guy down. <laughs> I was going to say, Lord! And I, I, as I leaked out, he, he got in his car, he was too quick for me and he drove past and he just looked at me and he smiled and I smiled at him as he walked past and I waved <laughs> as he walked past. The presence of the Holy Spirit. He was my friend. And, and immediately, immediately what happened was I was in this place and I must have been about, down about here. I was just lifted up out of the ground and I just, for the rest of the day, I had this peace and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And the Lord was demonstrating to me out of that. I don't know who he was. Whether he was a real person, whether he was an angel, I have no idea. But I do know this, that afterwards, the rest of my day, I was able to take control of it. I was no longer in that low place. So the Lord was showing us, and what he's showing us out of that is that the presence of the Holy Spirit is amazing. And we talked about it at Connect Group. And we said, you know what? You know how God sends you on these assignments sometimes? You know, like he says, just go somewhere or do something. And you go there and you stand around and you go, I have no idea what I'm doing here. And I have no idea what's happening. After that experience, I can say to you, just think, if a person is really low, you don't know. You don't know where you are. 
You don't know the people around you. If that person is really low and just the presence of the Holy Spirit upon you in that region, in that area, can change people's heart, can stop them from harming themselves, can bring them to the light, that was a clear demonstration of the presence of God. That's right. The light distinguishes, extinguishes the darkness. And uh, I just want us to spend some time just praising him this morning and worshipping a bit more. We're going to take communion when, when we feel ready. And, um, you know, just understand that stress and worry and those things, they'll pull us, pull us down and, and to that low frequency. But God wants to lift us up. You know, it's, it's up to us how deep we want to go. It's up to us how deep we want to go in God. Yeah, so it just you know we we can choose to hold on to that stuff. You know, I tell about walking around with great big suitcases, dragging them around with us, all our worries and cares, and missing socks and all those things. <laughs> but it's like, or we can just let it go and say, I'm just going to run my race. I'm going to run and grab hold of everything that Jesus grabbed hold of me for. So it's up to us whether we slodge around in the mud or we let it go and just say, Lord, I'm just going up. I'm just going up out of the low life frequency, up, up, up higher. And that's up to us. But I tell you what, I know what I'd rather do, yeah? And, and, you know, sometimes we need people to just pray and encourage us. We need to just do the things that, you know, Lord will lead you what's going to prosper you, you know? And he'll do crazy things. He'll, he'll tell you to do crazy things that you think, I, well, I never thought I'd love that, but yet I do, yeah? Like I get in such a high-level frequency when I'm riding. I get on that horse and I'm just like, I come home and I'm glowing. I'm like, I said, much fun, just prospered me, it just lifted me up and I feel God's presence, yeah? But I would never have did that. I have it when I run, you know, when I'm painting, it's find the things. God is unique, you know, he's placed unique things and find the things that lift you up and that, that take you to a higher level and prosper you so that you can engage deeper. It's up to you how deep we go. Yeah, let's go deep this morning though. We're just going to take some time just take a moment, just stand to your feet if you want and just, just let go of that stuff that's been troubling your heart. Fix your mind on things above. Know that he is with us. You know, you don't even have to sing words. You can just let out a sound, you know, just let out a sound to him this morning. Um, I just wanted to share just as we're finishing, I just really felt when we were worshipping at the end that... Um, The reason the Lord wants us to lift up out of the stuff of the world is so that, you know, we can see what he has, what he sees when he looks at us, that we're transformed. And often we see very dimly. We look at ourselves and we look at our life and we, and we see um, what the enemy wants us to see, what the world is putting out there in that frequency. Of, you know, that's what they put, that's what the world is putting out. That's what... That's what the enemy tries to kind of skew our vision, yeah? And one of the reasons God wants us to come up of that way and, and to stop looking at that is so that we can see what he sees when he looks at us. And I really feel that for people today is he wants us to come up so he, you will see what he sees when he looks at you. And when you, when you spend time with the Lord, I, I want you to really ask this week, Lord, show me what you see when you look at me. Because I tell you what, it's not what you see when you look in the mirror half the time. Yeah? 
He wants us to come up so you will see what he sees when he looks at you. You will see what you are capable of in him when he looks at you. That you will see how big and powerful and strong, how mighty you are when he looks at you. Instead of seeing this low-level life and frequency the enemy puts out of your weak you're, you're, you're sick, you're in poverty, you can't do that. You're, that's impossible that we will come up, up, up out of that and we will see what he sees when he looks at us because I tell you what, nothing is impossible for us when we start to see like that. It's what do you see because he wants you to see what he sees and he'll start to unpackage it too. He'll show you the future and then go, that's what I see. He'll show yourself doing things and you'll go, that's not me now, but that's what he sees. And that's why he says, sit your eyes on heavenly things. Run the race because what he sees when he looks on you is far different often to what we see. And that's why he says, come up out of the low life into the high life. See what I see. And I really believe that, for, especially for some people this morning, is come up so that you'll start to see yourself and your life how he sees it. That you are not sick that you don't have to struggle, that you are not broken, that he is the one who heals us and sets us free and makes us strong and healthy to run the race, that we're not decrepit, that we're not broken, that we're not lost, that we are the light of the world. Come on now. We've got to see what he sees because then we will transform the world and we will be transformed from glory to glory. The more glory you see, the more glorious we are. Come on, I'm, I'm happy. Come on, it's a happier thing. You're all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. See what he sees. Close your eyes and see what he sees. Go up, up into the spirit realm and don't, we judge and we go on our life, on the things we see in the natural instead of living in the spirit. It says walk by the spirit, not by the flesh. Why is that? Because when you walk in the spirit, you'll see the things of the spirit and you'll see yourself. That's what Shara was singing. We're shiny ones. Come on, we're shiny ones. You know, we are, when we walk into the room, we change the atmosphere because God is within us. When we put our foot on the ground, things spring up. Come on now. You can't tell me that Jesus would walk into somewhere where it's poverty and sickness and depression and that he would not change the atmosphere in that room. Well, he is within us. See ourselves as he sees us. See ourselves as he sees us. If you're sick today, if you're broken today, if you're poor today, if you're downtrodden today, if you're lost today, then look up and see yourself as he sees you because he sees you as an overcomer. He sees you as strong. He sees you as comforted. He sees you as healed. He sees you as whole. He sees you with a future and it's good. Amen? I'm speaking to some people today. Come on. Get this. That see yourself as he sees you and nothing is impossible. Yeah? When we were um, singing and praising God and I kept getting that whole going up to the mountain, go up to the mountain, and he said it's easy. It's really easy. We look at it and we think, oh, um, you know, if you look at Mount um, Kosciuszko, there are people going there all the time, all the time. There's this real urge in, in the world for people to go up and they're doing it in the natural um, and it takes them a huge amount of training and it takes them a huge amount of energy and it costs them their life sometimes. It's dangerous. But for us, it's easy. It's, we've got hinds feet. We just see those mountain goats, you see, and they just... It's amazing. You see them and they just leap from one part of the thing and they sit on these little tiny craggy bits and they're not frightened. They're 
absolutely excited. And that's what we are able to do. And the other thing when I was up there is he took me and I could see this city. I saw this city and he said to me, it's Manchester. And, you know, it has been in the news and maybe there are people in here that are just overwhelmed by what's happened. But what I saw from up there was Manchester and it was surrounded, completely surrounded by these golden angels just glowing in gold completely all around, like a huge big dome all over Manchester. That's Manchester's future. That's Manchester's future. It's his city. It's not the enemy's. It's his city. And he will... We've, we've got to go up. We've got to go up because that's what we've got to see. We've got to see what God's doing. You're completely right, Dale. Everything you've said is absolutely 100% correct. So I encourage you, don't think it's hard to get up there. Don't think it's hard to get into the Lord. Just turn into him. And just get on those little mountain crags and just jump from one to the other to the other, right up to the top where he wants to take you. He's calling us. He's saying, come, come, come. The air's cleaner. It's clearer. It's beautiful. Crisp. Amen. That's right. One of the things we were sharing with Justin when we were just having some time alone with him is he said, you know, we've got to find out what the blueprint for that from heaven is for our cities and then speak those into being. Release that into being. Go to the courts if we need to. Because we can see what the enemy wants to do. But we've got to see what God wants to do and then release that. Yeah? And that's our mandate. That's our job. As you can see what the enemy's trying to do in your street or in your family or in your neighborhood. But our job is to go to God and say, what do you want released? And then start to declare and decree that. And that's our job. But we've got to come up and start to see ourselves as powerful and whole and healed and set free and bigger, 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 bigger on the inside, people. Come on. Amen? All right, let's pray together. Lord, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for heaven. We thank you that we can just stay there, Lord. <laughs> and Lord, we can go up into high, the high places, Lord. And, and look down and see things from your perspective and see ourselves as you see us. Lord, I pray there would be a release in that in our lives, Lord, that we would see ourselves as you see us today. Lord, and as we go through this week, as we spend time and engage with you, that we would see ourselves and what you have called each one of us to do, that we would shine like shining ones, Lord. We pray, let's release that. Let's just, we untether ourselves from the things of the world, Lord, from the cares of the world, and we just engage and embrace you and all that you have for us, Lord, we pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, angels, for being with us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you that we're one in you. Thank you, in Jesus' name. You all said? Amen. Amen.